creating an estate plan is essential. We'll cover that along with the world's worst retirement planning advice so you can avoid it right after this. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. We open with proper estate planning, and then we move into something Marty loves to do, and that's warning you about mistakes in your retirement planning process. This is Financial Safari with Marty Neville, who heads up Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville, his book is Retirement Smart America, and his website is uh, smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. I was looking for the other side note I had here because I made a note to mention from time to time that you are a federal benefits specialist as well, Marty. Absolutely, yes. I'm an expert in federal benefits, and I work with quite a few federal agencies putting together plans and programs to help them transition into retirement with their various benefits that they're afforded. Yes. Well, we're going to open with estate planning and while you know, it can't prevent death or illness, it can protect your family. It can protect yourself with estate planning. We're just going to look over what needs to be considered. What comes under the umbrella of estate planning? Well, you know, I'm a big proponent of having a revocable living trust or some kind of an estate plan. It could be a family limited partnership. It could be some various, there's so many different kinds of trusts that you can establish depending on what your situation is, what your profession even is. Uh, So, so it really varies. So having, having an estate plan to make sure that things go proper, uh, keeping, keeping the government out of your affairs in the event of your death uh, making sure that uh, that that people and the people that you, it specifies who gets what and when, uh, according to your wishes, that you that you specify in your trust, and it designates a trustee who's going to manage and make the distributions and take care of the debts and the obligations that are that you might leave behind, uh, including you know final expenses, funeral expenses. So. It's really important to make sure you have a, uh, have a good estate plan in place and it's compliant and it's up to date. That's the, that's the key is, you know, I'll, I sit down with people. Oh, yeah, I have a trust. How long have you had the trust? Oh, I've had it for 30 years. <laughs> and it's like, mm. Well, it's, it needs to be uh, updated mm. and, and possibly redone. <laughs> Right. In um, some cases, yeah. I mean, it's just sometimes the legislation changes and the old legislation might not comply with current legislation. So it's got to be updated. You should have it uh, reviewed uh, regularly. Every every couple of years, I recommend having your trust reviewed. And if, if it needs to be updated, uh, let's, let's do it. Let's get it done because it's there's no point in having it if it's not compliant and, right. and going to do what you want it to do. Well, let's um let's get into a, a little deeper into what does come under the umbrella of estate planning, starting with last will and testament, Marty. Well, a last will, if you set up a living trust, a last will comes with it's called a pour over will, and it comes with the trust. Uh, there's there's differences between just having a will by itself and having a trust. Uh, a will by itself actually starts the probate process, whereas a a, a living trust eliminates the probate process. Uh, a will by itself is a completely contestable document. Uh, by itself, I can I, I can contest anybody's will, but a trust is an incontestable document. So, uh, having a, a having a will is wonderful if you have a very very small estate. Uh, but a lot of, most of the people I deal with and work with, 
they need a trust. They, they, and again, a, tr- a will comes with a trust. It's incorporated into the, into the trust documents. What about financial power of attorney? What do we need to consider there? What what comes under? What what are what are those duties? Well, a financial power of attorney is where you nominate someone to pay your bills, take care of your obligations, handle your financial affairs in the event that you can't. So if you're in a coma in the hospital, who's going to pay the electric bill? Who's going to pay your property taxes? Who's going to pay your insurances? Uh, that's that's where a financial power of attorney is so mm-hmm. important to make sure that you nominate someone to take care of your obligations uh, in the event that you can't. And it's really important. When my parents got uh, sick, you know, I was in charge of paying their bills, taking care of all of their obligations, their utilities. You know, in the middle of winter, you don't want uh, your your gas and electric to be shut off right. uh, for non-payment uh, because pipes freeze and bad things start happening. And the same thing goes with property taxes. You want those property taxes paid in a timely manner, on time, to make sure that uh, that, that bad things don't happen. So mm-hmm. having a power of attorney, a financial power of attorney, uh, to handle your finances and, and and property, it's a property and financial power of attorney. Uh, that's really important to nominate someone to do that. Looking at estate planning to open up the show, and now Marty will talk to you about. I mean, that's just one of the many things that he'll go over with you in a comprehensive review. You can schedule eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six to do that. Eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six. So, what about healthcare power of attorney? What what are their duties? Very important document. Again, it's someone you're nominating to make healthcare decisions in the event that you can't. Again, if you're in a coma, uh, who's going to make healthcare decisions on your behalf for you? Uh, it's really important to make sure you have that healthcare power of attorney uh, because uh, it's it's someone that's someone that you trust. It could be if you have children, it might be a ch- one of your children. Uh, if it's if you don't have children, a close friend, or somebody else that you that you trust implicitly to make healthcare decisions for you, in the event that, again that you can't, uh, because you're either infirmed or in a coma or or some other infirmity that's that's gonna uh, not allow you to make uh, the proper healthcare decisions for your benefit. And you, I would imagine you would you can specify that lay it all out in a healthcare directive. Your wishes. Yes, yes. that's a living will. A living will allows you to to again, you're you know, a healthcare power of attorney. You're actually uh, nominating, giving someone the authority to make healthcare decisions. A living will is actually where you uh, you, you nominate or you state that you don't want to be kept alive. For example, uh, if there's no hope of a recovery, you know, if you've got advanced. Parkinson's or cancer or some other God-forsaken disease, uh, a living will will allow you to be uh, not be hooked up to a to a machine forever, uh, and and allow you to die with dignity and, and naturally. I think one of the cases uh, that we probably all think of is Terry Schiavo. Yeah, in that yeah. remember that, that woman? Yeah, down in Florida, she, there was no power of attorney, and her husband, uh, even though they were separated. Uh, her husband had the authority to act because he was the spouse and her, you know, he wanted to disconnect her from life, life support and her family didn't. And so a big court battle ensued because there was nothing in writing. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to make sure that, that you have these documents in place, uh, and, and that they're in full force and effect and compliant with current legislation. 
And as you said earlier, it may not be, in that case, the estranged husband. It could be the government stepping in if you don't have uh, a plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it could be the, you know, it could be the government. If you don't have something in writing, you know, the government, the state or the, or the federal government could have a say-so in what happens because it's going to go before a court and the court's going to decide. And if, if it's a large estate, you know, it could be the government uh, deciding, yeah, we, we should get most of that estate. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to make sure you have everything, every, all your ducks in a row and having an estate plan, having a living trust, uh, having a proper estate plan in place is crucial to make sure things go the way you want them. And, uh, you know, keep uh, keep uh, keep governmental fingers uh, out of your pie. But what what if there are uh, discrepancies between uh, the beneficiary designations you have and your actual will? Well, you know, uh, what's written as a as a beneficiary designation in your trust or even in your will, uh, beneficiary designations, for example, on life insurance will override what you have written in your trust. Because that's that's and this has been tried and true and tested in court, and there's been there's a number of, of cases out there that have have proven that the beneficiary designation that you put on your life insurance and other accounts uh, is what is what stands. So uh, unless you have a TOD or POD, uh, uh, you know, pay on death or transfer on death. Uh, on your accounts, having a beneficiary designation, make sure that those are up to date. Make sure that those, those have the people, especially if you're if you're divorced, uh, or, or and re, possibly even remarried. Making sure that those beneficiary designations are pr- true and correct, and and the right people are named on those beneficiaries as who gets the life insurance proceeds in the event of your death, who gets that account uh, in the event of your death. So making sure that the the designation. Uh, on your on your trust does not uh, hold true with uh, with life insurance. You got to make sure the life insurance and the other accounts are are uh, are specifically designated to who you want to get the money. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to consider in, in how you leave your assets, uh, tax considerations, even your online accounts, your passwords, and your pets too. Um, so, I mean, it's a lot. Marty will go over that with you. Uh, and and the, and estate planning is just one component of uh, the overall retirement planning process. Get a look at it. Schedule with Marty a comprehensive review and at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely, Dave. I, I had a woman who her 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 beneficiary was her pet, and oh, she had okay. a, she had a, a good friend of hers. She didn't have children. Her husband was deceased, and what family she has, she didn't like. So her <laughs> her pet was basically taken care of for All the rest right. of its life. Uh, with uh, with the proceeds of the estate, so and she so, had in place someone to care for the pet yes. after her passing. Yeah, okay. she, she spoke to a very close friend, and that friend agreed that if she passed away, that the the pets uh, the pet would go to to her, and the money would go in a fund that that she would control for the benefit of the pet. So it's important to make sure that all different things are considered. So give me a call so we can st- start that process today. Eight eight eight. is my number. Call that number. You'll hear my voice on the recording. When you do call, just leave me a short message. And after the show today, I will be calling you back to set up a time to get together to discuss your specific situation and setting up an estate plan. If you don't have one already, set up that estate plan and a financial plan and a tax plan. So call me today and call me now so we can set up a time. I'm about two weeks out. 
So don't let that de deter you. But uh, I, I do have cancellations from time to time, and we can fit you in accordingly. So call me now at 888-519-9096. And everybody I meet with at the office gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. Don't forget the number. It's 888-519-9096. And as we said, it's it's written uh, and uh, look at what your plan could be like. And, and that includes the lifetime income report, the Social Security maximization report, a written report for you. That's yours, as Marty has said before. He doesn't snatch it away from you if you don't go forward with him. It's no obligation to this, no cost, 888-519-9096 to schedule, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Five one nine ninety ninety six. Marty, what's up next? After the break, we're gonna discuss. We often discuss things you should be doing on your journey to retirement. Well, this time we're gonna be covering the worst retirement advice you could be following, and offer solutions to help you with each. Right after the break. I guess in this segment, I can play the role of the financial person giving bad advice, and Marty will set me straight. We're back <laughs> into financial safari. Marty Neville, president of Smart Money Solutions, website smartmoneysolutionsmn.com. And as he just mentioned his book, it is Retirement Smart America. You got a copy of that when you schedule to come in and meet with uh, Marty. So here's the first Here's the first one. We're actually looking at some of the world's worst financial advice. It's impossible to predict where taxes will be at retirement. So don't worry much. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I, I don't want you to sit there and lose sleep over it. But so, yeah, don't don't put yourself in a tizzy. Uh, taxes are still going to be there just because you retire. Uh, the government doesn't retire. So it's important to make sure that you're prepared right. and you make sure that those taxes are, are going to be paid. Because think about this, folks, all, almost all of your income, with the exception of a, maybe a Roth, uh, is taxable. You know, your pension, if you have one, is taxable at 97% usually. You know, RMDs from your retirement accounts, taxable 100%. Social Security is taxable. Div interest in dividend income is taxable. So, yes, but, you know, my objective is to make sure that we do the most tax-efficient method uh, to, to make sure that you're, you're, you're paying your taxes, uh, but you're using the right assets at the right time. Uh, if you're retired, say at 65, most people don't realize this, but you don't have to take your, your retirement distributions from your IRAs and 401ks until you're 73 or 75. And so uh, it might be wise to take distributions from a Roth first or distributions from uh, non-IRA assets, non-IRA assets, uh, to make sure that uh, you, know, you don't kill yourself tax-wise too early. You're going to have to take those distributions, but let that money grow and put yourself in a in a in a, uh, in a position where you're you're paying less taxes on money that you've already taxed. Uh, so uh, those contributions that you make, you know, they're reducing your taxable income. Yes, uh, but you don't have to take them out until you're at a certain age. So don't you know keep that in mind. And that's an that's an issue that we discuss, you know, at the very first consultation is. You know, when you're planning on retiring and when you're planning on starting to take those distributions. All right, this is good, uh, good stuff. And we've got a lot more to get into in, in two segments here. And I was trying to think, what voice should I uh, uh, adopt for the uh, role of playing the person giving the bad financial advice? <laughs> so I was thinking possibly uh, old uh, movie gangster. You know, like, you won't be spending as much in retirement as you do now, see? I mean, but... <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> but see? I'm sure there are people saying that, though. Oh, you're not going to spend as much in retirement as you well, do. Well, you know, when do you spend the most amount of money, Dave? You know, when on, on the weekends and in va- on vacation. Well, That's every right. Every day's a weekend. <laughs> and every day's a vacation. Guess what? You know, you could find yourself uh, having a few issues. So it's important to, to make sure that, you, you know, that's why I put together the spending plan, the, the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan. And it, and it shows exactly what your income will be uh, going forward. And I factor for inflation. I do increase your income uh, on, on an annual basis to make sure that uh, you can meet those expenses because inflation is a pressure that you're going to have to deal with going forward, especially in retirement. Your buying power, especially look at look what's happening now uh, with inflation. So your buying power is diminished and making sure that you're, you have the income uh, and know what to expect, know what your income is going to be so you don't overspend. Yeah, it's nice to splurge once in a while, but at the same time, uh, you gotta you gotta be careful and, and make sure that you're doing things the right way, and, and I help with that. I mean that's 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 one of my one of the things I should do, I do for people, uh, and making sure that you have that plan in place, uh, in hand that you can review. And the and a plan isn't written in stone, Dave. As as we've talked about how many times before on the show, it's 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 flexible. So if things change, because life happens, uh, the plan can change and and adjust to that change of your life. So yeah. making sure that you you know yeah, you might not be spending as much, but you're probably going to be spending more at least in the first few years of retirement. You're going to be traveling. I I'm working with a client right now. They plan on traveling for the next several years and spending mm. X amount of dollars a year in travel. So I'm budgeting them for that. That's great. Uh, in their spending plan. I love that. Um, and, you know, that's the whole thing. You don't want to hear that in terms of how you live and your enjoyment, because who wants to cut back on that when they retire? Uh, but also, and I know you've worked with so many people through the years, what does go down? And not really bills. Uh, maybe they've got some, if they've got the debt, if they have their debt paid off, maybe is one area that spending could go down is you're not maybe saving as much as you were, like, for instance, in your 401k once you retire. True. Uh, and, and other expenses might go down, you know, such as, uh, uh, you know, again, travel. You might travel for the first couple, three years, four years, mm-hmm. five years even. Uh, and and the, eventually that, you know, you've been where you wanted to go. You've been there, done that. And now, mm-hmm. you know, it's it, your travel uh, Healthcare, is, is, though, could you know, replace it's over. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to be traveling as much. Yes. If you pay off your mortgage, uh, yes, you don't have that debt. Uh, to keep paying, uh, you know, if you're if you're of a certain age, you you could freeze your property taxes, so your property taxes won't go up. Uh, so there's there's other ways that your expenses can stay the same or or reduce. Um, you know, if you're if you're traveling, your utilities are going to be less. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Uh, so sure. there's the, and you're not going to be eating as much. You know, at home, your 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 refrigerator isn't going to be fully stocked mm. uh, like it would be if you were living at home. So you know, if you're on the road, uh, it, and I have a lot of clients that that's that's what they do. They travel, you know, months months on end uh, in different places that they go all over the world. And and so so certain things stay the same, but other things might reduce. Yeah, and uh, having a good spending plan customized is part of that process. With Marty, is uh, he does provide great information in that report after meeting with him. So to schedule that, uh, it's a phone call to eight 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 five one nine ninety ninety six eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. Okay, here's the next bad advice. 
Social Security benefits are enough to live off of in retirement. <laughs> not really. Not even yeah. meant to be, right? <laughs> that's, that's, you know, if, if Social Security is enough to live on in retirement, uh, then, then you have, uh, you know, a very meager existence. You're not and, going on know, that big trip. I'm not knocking, you know, that meager existence, you know, uh, if you live very frugally. But um, I, I, I don't know anybody in, that I work with or deal with or friends or family even that could live on Social Security benefits. It's only one of many sources of income that we put together. And I mentioned them, I mentioned them a few minutes ago. You might have a pension. You might have uh, you're, you're going to have RMDs from your retirement accounts, interest and dividend income. You might have rental income plus Social Security. So Social Security is is one of many sources of income that I'm looking for when I put together these plans for people. And yes, you were right, Dave. It is a custom-tailored, custom-specific plan to your specific wants, needs, goals, and desires in retirement. So it's it's all custom-tailored. It's all about you, and that's how I approach it when I put these plans together. It's all about you and, and nobody else. So, yeah, Social Security is, is, is one of many different sources of income. Uh, if, if anybody tells you that... <laughs> Uh, any kind of an advisor tells you that don't walk away, run away, because mm. that's bad advice. And I don't give bad advice. Yeah, I mean, you can't it, from the start with Social Security going back to the 30s. It never was meant to be like the sole source of retirement Correct. income. Correct. It was never intended to be, uh, you know, an only source. It was intended to supplement other sources of income. You know, back in those days, everybody had a pension. So Social Security was was intended to 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 uh, augment yeah. the, so the pension that you were receiving, and not for that long either, because the lifespan people weren't living as long. Right. Well, the lifespan was you know 65, you still couldn't get it till sixty five. Sixty five back in those days, you know. So that was the life expectancy. I mean, many people lived a lot longer than that back mm-hmm. in the day. But Ida Mae Fuller. Know, but it, yes, but but back in the day, uh, you know, when Social Security first began. Uh, and they began these these you know actuary tables. You know they were looking at a life you know a life expectancy of 65 years old for for everybody. So, um, and that's why that's why the Social Security Administration thought that everything would be uh, you know peachy keen. But now we're living into our 80s and 90s and over 100 years old, mm-hmm. and we're still receiving those benefits. But it still should not be counted as a sole source of income. It's an it's an important source of income. Don't get me wrong. I look at it as a very important source of income, but it's not shouldn't be considered and construed as a sole source of income. It's one no. of many different sources that you're going to have. Ida Mae Fuller, first beneficiary of recurring monthly Social Security payments. Um, so obviously she didn't pay into it all her life as we have, but she lived to be a hundred and well, she she was lived past a hundred years old. Mm-hmm. So she really got her money's worth. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, if you if you live that long, you know, God love you. And hopefully, it's a good quality of life. That's the main thing. That's what I'm looking at. Is it's yeah. a good quality of life. But yes, if you live that long, you're going to outlive the money you put into the system, uh, by far. And yeah. and and good for you if if you know if you live a healthy life and 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 you know have a have you know a healthy lifestyle. You know, that's I'm I'm hoping to live, you know, 25 more years. You know, I'm six. I'm I'm almost 68 now. Oh, go Ida May. 
Go higher, Marty. <laughs> okay, get, let me go. Let me go to a hundred. There you go. <laughs> well, you you went item A there. That's there what she was a hundred. So, <laughs> so yes, I I haven't taken my social security uh, yet, even though I'm even though I'm sixty eight. I'm past my full retirement age. I could take it. Uh, I just I don't need it. Right. Uh, so I, I would rather not pay the extra taxes on that income. So I'm just uh, basically sitting and I'm going to wait till I'm seventy and I can. Uh, you know, that's that's the, what's best for me. I've already done the reports for myself. Yeah. And, and it's best for me to not take my Social Security. But that night might not be the case uh, for you out there. Well, exactly. Uh, in, in, or anybody. So so it's really important to make sure that we we look at what's what's going to be the best course of action to take uh, to augment and supplement your income going yeah. forward. A little short on time here, but uh, that's the custom approach. We'll make it available again, another where you can call in and schedule a comprehensive review. No cost, no obligation. Yes, sir. So for the next 10 listeners, I'm counting up to 10. The next 10 listeners who call in at 888-519-9096, we'll set up a time to meet, and I will be calling you right after the show today so we can we can have a discussion about when you're available, when I'm available, and where we can meet at which office. So I have offices throughout the entire area. So call that. That number now, 888-519-9096, and you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Keep in mind, I am probably a couple weeks out, but I will uh, do my best to fit you in somewhere and put put together plans that are custom-tailored just for you. So call me, and I'll be calling you back after the show, 888-519-9096. And Marty, we're not done with this uh, bad retirement advice. Not yeah, from you, yeah. from hypothetical people. <laughs> right after the break, we're going to finish the list of some of the worst pieces of retirement planning advice you might ever get. So stay tuned. Back with Financial Safari, Dave Perkins here with Marty Neville, the uh, the man with the uh, the the good advice, the good suggestions for retirement planning. Marty's firm is Smart Money Solutions, and his book is Retirement Smart America. His focus is retirement, and you know it's amazing. We've done this show for years, and it's they're fresh. Everyone we've. We managed to take a fresh approach to retirement planning. This is fun. We're going through from hypothetical people, whether just your brother-in-law at Thanksgiving table or somebody not so great financial advisor you're working with. And Marty is countering this bad advice. Here's the next one. If you encounter an emergency, borrow from your retirement accounts. Why is that a mistake? Well, well, the word borrow is, is an interesting word that's in the in there. Uh, if you if you have a 401k at work, you may be able to, or TSP, I know TSP it was for the federal government, you can borrow money from your TSP, and, and in some cases you might be able to borrow from your 401k at a low interest rate. It's paid back by a payroll deduction. It's not pre-tax, it's after-tax contribution. But yet generally, if you take money from your retirement account because of a family emergency or other emergency, it's going to be classified as a distribution, and it's taxable. So if you need $100,000 or more, think about that, and, and you're in the 30% bracket, you're only going to get 70000 mm-hmm. from that distribution because you have to pay the taxes on it. So it's really important, and it might push you into a higher tax bracket, too. So wow, double, you, a double whammy. Right, because you know an additional $100,000 of taxable income, using that example— 
uh, depending on what your overall income is, could push you into higher brackets. So it's really important. I recommend usually taking money from non-IRA assets, other savings that you might have accumulated uh, for any kind of an emergency. But if, if it happens, it happens. And, but, and if you're able to borrow from your 401k, because some plans allow that and offer that as an option, uh, you know, that might that could be the best chance. I mean, for example, with with the federal employees, you know, TSP allows you to borrow from that. And there's a payback schedule that they have and an interest rate that you're paying uh, to pay that back to yourself. But it's you know, if it's if it's afforded, that might be a good option. But uh, just taking money from a retirement account for for a, an emergency of any kind uh, could have detrimental impact on your taxes and on your future because you, you're, you're going to need that money in retirement and you're taking it uh, to cover a cost that uh, you might be able to use other funds to cover. So something to really think about. Uh, and, and, you know, and I've consulted people about that. Should I take money from here to pay off my mortgage? I get that question all the time. Should I take money from my 401 or IRA to pay off my mortgage? Mm. How many times have we talked about that, Dave? Golly, and, man. and the answer is the same. No, that's a, that's a, you know, you can make more money on your, on your retirement account or on your savings than, uh, than, than you're paying in the mortgage. So it doesn't make a lot of sense in most cases to do that. So It makes uh, no sense. I mean, if you have one of those great rates from years ago, yeah. years ago, yeah. yeah. And a lot of people still do. I know I do. I mean, my, my yeah. mortgage is, you know, is, is 4%. So, you know, that, that, that's considered a great rate these days. I can make more money, more, more than 4% of my money. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going um, to take, pay taxes on money that uh, that I could borrow elsewhere. So it's it's um, it, it's really something to something to take into consideration mm-hmm. and, and have a discussion about. And like I said, I get phone calls like that from clients on a regular basis. You know, I had this situation come up. Uh, you know, my house got hit you know hard by a by a storm, and you know, insurance isn't covering such and such. So, you know, what do you think I should do? And and we we work our way through it. Was why you should have that emergency fund definitely. It's, that's. Another reason yeah. you should definitely have, you know, twenty five, thirty five, forty thousand dollars or more in an emergency fund to cover those those emergencies that are going to happen. That's where the emergency fund comes in. Mm-hmm. You know? No, it does. No That's doubt. Exactly why. Well, here's another piece of uh, this one is tired, tired old bad advice. You need one million dollars to retire comfortably. <laughs> yeah, well, why is you know, that I, bad advice? I I hear that all the time, and and you know I have a lot of clients that have more than a million dollars in their various accounts and their four hundred ones and their IRAs and their other savings. So congratulations to them. But yes, in a lot of cases, you know, depending on what kind of a, what your lifestyle is like, yeah, you, you know, I have I, that's that's the. That's not the it's the exception, not the rule. Mm-hmm. And if you you know if you have several hundred thousand dollars that you've saved that you've accumulated that you've sac- sacrificed to save in your retirement accounts and other savings, good for you. Uh, you know, depending on what your lifestyle yeah. is like and what you're sure. planning in retirement, uh, you, know, you should be able to live comfortably. You know, with all those different sources again, Social Security. Don't forget about Social Security when it comes to when it comes to part of that income, and that's where the that's where the the, the guaranteed lifetime income plan that I'm going to put together for you is so crucial and so important to have that in hand to know. Yeah, you know, you don't necessarily need to have you know you don't have to have a million dollars or more uh, in savings to retire comfortably. 
that's that's a, that's like an old and I it's an old wives' tale. I mean, that's mm. just not mm. true. It's it's uh, that's bad advice. It also and whoever's kind of, telling you that is it shuts <laughs> the door on so many people. Oh well, I don't have a million. I guess yeah. I can't retire. Yeah, I mean, and and I've heard that before. I've heard that many times from people. Mm-hmm. You know, who have been told, you know, they need a million dollars. And that's just not true. That's, again, we're sitting down with me, putting together the report and spelling it out and knowing what you're going to expect on the sources that you have uh, is really important. You know, a million dollars is a lot of money, folks. I mean, let's face it. And if you have a million dollars, congratulations. That's good. That's great. You know, let's let's make sure you spend it wisely in retirement and you don't run out of money. I've, I've known people that have had lots of money. And and uh, they've they've uh, they've run out of money. So uh, look at lottery winners. You know, <laughs> yes. You know, the lottery winners are exhibit A when it comes to that. Uh, I remember that one guy who won forty million dollars, and he bought liquor stores and bowling alleys, and decided he was going to you know have fun with it. And next thing you know, he's in bankruptcy. Wow. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So you got to be careful. It's got to be done properly, and and there and that's that's what I'm all about is making sure that you do things in the the right manner at the right time, absolutely with the right funds. Marty will talk to you about it as it applies to you if you schedule that consultation and get that report afterwards. Eight eight eight. 519-9096 to schedule 888-519-9096. So I'm playing the role of the, the guy giving the bad advice here. Marty's uh, saying not so fast. All right, here's the next one. Use the 6040 stock bond blueprint and you don't need to worry about asset allocation. <laughs> See? <laughs> well, asset allocation is really good, but having safe money is even more important. Uh, the 60-40 rules, you know, that was designed years and years ago, uh, you know, for, for younger people uh, to, to make sure that you're, you're allocated properly, you have, you know, some possible uh, a, a tax deferred or tax reduced uh, a, a, a income going into your retirement accounts. Uh, so, so but, but yeah, the 60-40 rule, I don't use the 60-40 rule because I'm not a stock guy. I don't use stocks, bonds, mm-hmm. or mutual funds when I'm putting together plans. I use uh, life insurance programs. I use annuities. I use uh, estate trusts. I use, uh, you know, safe money strategies when I'm putting these plans together uh, to make sure that you don't have to worry that, you know, stocks and bonds, there's no guarantees. Uh, you know, mutual funds, there's no guarantees. With, uh, you know, people say, well, what about cryptocurrency these days? You know, well, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, you, you can make a lot of money, but you can also lose it all. So, uh, you know, I'm, again, I'm, I put money into a safe money strategy, into a good fixed index annuity or a life insurance plan, uh, an estate trust of some kind. So there's many different alternatives to stocks, bonds, and that are going to guarantee the money's going to be there. It's going to guarantee good growth. And it's going to provide you with a lifetime income stream. So, who you know, that's what it's all about, folks. It's all about setting up that income stream for yourself in retirement if you don't have a pension. Even if you do have a pension, you're still going to need to have additional income besides the uh, pension. So uh, making sure that you're structured properly to provide you with that additional supplemental income is really important. Because, again, it's all about the different sources that you have. And, uh, you know, if, if you have too much risk in your portfolio, uh, if there's a major, you know, downturn, let's face it, right now, look at what's happening. We're in a, we're in a, a major election year, a very, uh, a very uh, fought after election season. Plus, there's wars going on all over the place. You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of volatility in the next several months. Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, fasten your seatbelts because who knows what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no and, kidding. Uh, you know, it's going to be a it's, wild it's, year. It's going to be a crazy wild year. So we're going to have a lot of gyrations and, and volatility going forward. And, uh, you know, having too much risk, uh, is especially if you're close to uh, retirement age or near my age, you know, in your 60s, and you're getting ready to retire in the, soon, uh, now's not the time to have that risk, uh, that high risk right. in your portfolio. Well, and um, and the last one we don't have time for, but it's a good lead into what Marty makes available on this show. A one-size-fits-all plan for retirement can work well. Absolutely not. And Marty takes a custom approach, and he can show you what it looks like for you in a comprehensive review you can schedule now at no cost, no obligation. Let's go to the one-size-fits-all shoe store. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see good luck. Works. Right. See how well that works. Yeah, there is no one-size-fits-all, Dave. So, yes, let's put together a custom-tailored plan. That's just for you. That's custom tailored to your specific needs, wants, goals, desires. Call me now, 888-519-9096. That's my number. You'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave me a short message, and I will get back to you after the show's over today. And we'll set up a time to get together at one of my convenient offices or even on the phone. I do phone consultations if our if our schedules don't match up. So call me now at 888-519-9096. The lines are open for the next 15 minutes, and we'll see how many people call in and We'll give you a call back after the show. My staff prints off a list of who called in, and then I start calling back. So call me now. Again, the number is 888-519-9096. And next 15 minutes, and Marty will get you in. Uh, if you go ahead and call in now, within the next 15 minutes, it may be two weeks out, as he says, but he is busy. But he, you will sit down with Marty, and it is Marty who calls you back. It's Marty you meet with, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. And this is a comprehensive review. You will have a report in your hand about you that's yours, whether you go forward with Marty or not. It's absolutely no obligation, no cost. If you do go forward with Marty, well, great head start for both of you. 888-519-9096. Marty, what is next on the show? Oh, you're right, Dave. That's the best part. There's no cost or obligation. I'm not a fee-based advisor, but after the break, when we come back, we're going to talk to, we're going to answer a bunch of questions we got during this past week from listeners. So stay tuned. from listeners we love to hear from the listeners of the show weighing in with their concerns their questions for marty neville how do you get yours to marty well actually another way to schedule to get in front of marty and have him answer your question specifically and if you want him to answer the question on the show you can do that as well at smartmoneysolutionsmn.com smartmoneysolutionsmn.com learn about marty learn about his firm and watch the video series Marty and I had a chance to do on the uh, financial blind spots to avoid. Hear the podcast at smartmoneysolutionsmn.com, and you can get your question into the show there as well. Let's start with Ed. He says, I'm not far away from retirement. How can I protect my 401k? Can I, can I move some into cash and still have my employer match while contributing some money into it? And should I do that? Sure. Absolutely. You can, you know, every, almost every 401k, uh, 401k, 457, 403b, TSP, they have a cash component. Uh, it's like a money market within, within the account. 
So you can move money into that to preserve it, to protect it from volatility and downturns. Uh, you know, in some cases, you're making 3 or 4%. Um, I know the TSP currently is paying 4% on the G fund. So uh, if you're a government employee and, and you, know, you, you want to put your money in somewhere that makes sure that it doesn't get, uh, get lost, uh, use the G fund or, or the, use the 401k. Yes, uh, it has no bearing on, on the government or anybody, uh, any 401k match. Because if you're still contributing, say, 4% to get 4%, uh, it doesn't matter where you're allocating that money to. You can allocate it to any strategy that's within the 401k. The employer will still match. So that's got one has nothing to do with the other. Uh, your employer will still match the contributions that you make uh, up to a certain point usually. Uh, and you can protect your money by putting it into the cash component. So yes, that's that's in some cases that's smart uh, because especially like I said before, there's a lot of volatility, and you know the market's going to have a lot of gyrations. So if you're concerned about that, yes, you can use the cash component of your 401k and preserve that money and not have to worry that if the market goes down, you're going to lose value. And, Ed, you said you're not far away from retirement, so if you haven't sat down with someone like Marty who focuses on retirement to see what uh, your plan could look like, what you maybe need to consider now, even before you retire, you can schedule with Marty uh, by calling 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Well, Tim says, or asks this, besides qualifications, what else do you recommend people look for in an advisor? Well, it depends on what you're what you're trying to accomplish, and how old you are. Uh, again, I specialize in retirement, so when it comes to uh, estate planning, financial planning, tax planning, uh, I generally—and I'm not trying to be discriminatory—but I generally work with people 55 and over. Uh, you know, I have sat down all—I sit down regularly with uh, with younger people and advise them and, and rec- make certain recommendations. Uh, but generally, when we're putting together retirement plans, uh, we're looking at people that are in the retirement red zone. You know, five or so years away from retirement, maybe ten years maximum away from retirement. Uh, but yes, uh, that's what I do. And if you're at that point, you want to talk to somebody like me who's a retirement advisor who's going to give you advice on and put together a, a plan for retirement purposes. Uh, you know, I, again, I, I do the two reports. I do the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan in addition to the Social Security Maximization Report. So, uh, yes, uh, you know, I've been doing this for it's over 25 years now, and uh, that, that's, that's what I recommend. Uh, but you should ask, you know, certain questions. You know, what have you? What's what's your forte? What's your focus when you're uh, sitting down with an advisor? You want to find out what their focus is, what they're what they want to accomplish. And again, a lot of it has to do with what your age is, uh, and and what you're trying to accomplish, and what your risk tolerance is as well. And here comes George. I recently opened my first brokerage account, but I'm worried that I'll make some rookie mistakes. What are some common mistakes that beginning investors make so that I can be sure to avoid them? <laughs> well, don't just don't jump into various, uh, you know, stocks and bonds. I mean, that's not my area of expertise. Uh, but yes, do your homework, do your due diligence. If you're going to buy into a, a, a company or a stock, uh, a bond, do your homework and, and do your due diligence. 
check into that company, see what their long-term, you know, what their stock or what, what, what's been happening, what their 52-week high is, what their low is. Uh, again, this is not my area of expertise. Uh, but yes, it's something to do is, is usually most people don't do a lot of research because it takes time and it takes effort. Uh, but I always recommend, you know, know who you're dealing with, know what you're doing, know what you're buying. Uh, same thing if you, you know, same thing with anything. If you go to buy a new car or if you, you know, go buy a, a house, you know, you want to make sure that the who, if it's a new house, you know, is the builder reputable? Is he taking shortcuts? If it's an older house, you know, you want to have it inspected, uh, you know, by a qualified inspector to make sure that, you know, it doesn't need a new roof. The first thing that you're going to have to spend is twenty five thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know, so it's the same thing with with opening up a brokerage account. Uh, do your homework. Uh, if if you're working with an advisor, you know, how qualified is the advisor? How long, you know, does the advisor have a lot of experience? Uh, and again, it has to do with a lot sometimes with your age, if you're, what you're trying to accomplish with that account, you know, uh, it, it, a lot has to do with that. So, so yes, do your homework, check into who you're dealing with and working with and make sure that you, you, you know what you're buying, uh, when you, when you start those accounts. And you can certainly come in and talk more with Marty about this and and anything else in your financial life, any other concerns you have, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Brandy says, I'm 62 and my retirement account is heavily invested in short-term investments. I plan to retire in four years. Is it a, is it an appropriate time to move some of this into stocks and bonds? Well, again, I'm not a I'm not a stock guy. Um, if you're if you're that close to retirement, uh, my first answer would be no. You should be looking at a safe money strategy to protect your money. You should be uh, you should be more, getting more conservative than starting to go into stocks and bonds. Mm-hmm. Stocks and bonds are, again, there's no guarantees. Uh, I, I want to make sure that your money's going to be there. You worked hard for it. You sacrificed. You slaved. You 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 saved over the years, uh, and and that money is going to be important to live on the rest of your life. You want to make sure it's preserved. So that's my focus. My focus is preservation, making sure that the money's going to be there, making sure it can provide you with that income stream that you want and need in retirement for the rest of your life. Because you're 62, you could live to be 100, Brandy. And if you live to be 100, you need you need money, you need income. Uh, to survive for all those years. So you could be retired for, for 35, 40 years uh, and, you know, putting your money into stocks and bonds, that might not be the, the appropriate path that you should take. So it's worth sitting down and putting together a plan and, and having a discussion about it. And I could show you some alternatives and show you how it would function and how it would work that, that, that would be best suited for your situation. So, you know, just uh, deciding now at 62 when you're going to retire soon to go into stocks and bonds mm. might not be the best course of action so let's have a let's have a conversation to make sure that we do take the right course of action for you and put together plans that's that are appropriate for your specific situation going forward. Yeah, again, uh, Brandy, at sixty-two, and you've already stated that you're definitely in that financial red zone, four years away. Good time to come in and talk to someone, as Marty said, who who focuses on retirement in that part of the uh, financial arena 
and that now longer phase of your financial life. So important to get the right plan. And for you listening, what does it look like for your plan? You can find out if you schedule with Marty. An opportunity to do that once again at no cost, no obligation. Getting the right advice and having the right preparation. It's all about planning and preparation, folks. Just like anything we do in life, it's all about planning and preparation. So give me a call. My number again is 888-519-9096. So for the last 10 listeners who call in, we will set up a time to get together and put together these plans for you at no cost, no obligation. And they're all custom tailored. They're all, this is a custom tailored plan that's specific to specifically for you. Uh, and it's all about you. So you're the only person in the room and, and that's all I talk about and work with is you. So we have a, we get to know each other and we get to work together and put together plans and implement those plans to make sure that you have a smooth transition into retirement. So call me again, my number 888-519-9096. The show's just about to end. My staff is already starting to print off a list of who called in so I can start calling you back and setting up times to meet at one of my local offices. Again, 888-519-9096 is the number to call. You're listening to the show. The guy on the show you're hearing, Marty, is who calls you back. It's who you meet with. And this is about you, though, when you come in. It's all about you, Marty, learning you, answering your questions, you sharing any concern, but also dreams of your retirement. I mean, it's once you get the plan in place, then look forward to it. I mean, why not? We worked hard to get to it, to have fun and enjoyable and as stress-free as possible retirement. 888 519 9096-888-519-9096. You know, Marty, that's the, the thing I, I think about people. I mean, we, we have to deal with so much stuff. I'll be nice and say stuff in life. Why can't we just enjoy our retirement? We need yeah. to be well, able to. Life happens, Dave. And, uh, <laughs> and my, my focus is to make sure that whatever happens, uh, you're prepared for it. Uh, whether it's uh, your health or your family's health or something else that happens, any kind of family emergency, or just enjoying life, traveling and, and enjoying life and doing what you want to do, uh, my focus is to make sure that all that happens just for you. So, yeah, it's, it's yeah, you know, life happens and things get complicated. So it's, But I'm thinking about even before retiring, you know, we were, we're out of time actually, but, you know, we've played by the rules. We've saved, we've dealt with a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once we get to retirement, it's so great if we're planned where we can just have fun then. That's it. That's what it's all about. So I, yeah. my focus is to make sure that happens that way for you. I love that. 888-519-9096. Come in and get a look at what your retirement could be, that proper planning, so you can enjoy your retirement. 888-519-9096. Especially after all the stuff we've dealt with in our lives. 888-519-9096. Thanks so much for joining us. We're back next week with Marty Neville and another financial safari. Coach P. Radio. 
Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.